Hey, welcome to a little uh, Sunday edition of the Cone Phone. Just to catch you up on the context of where we are in the offseason, training camp starts on Wednesday. Half the year I cover the team from my house. The other half of the year I commute. The commuting starts on Wednesday. It's when it gets real. That's when the practices start. Open practices will be there. A lot of people that you know on this show are going to be there in uh, the stands watching. And this close into camp, Jimmy's still on the team. D Ford's still on the team. Debo Samuel hasn't gotten extended. Nick Bosa hasn't gotten extended. I mean, to me, this offseason is still very incomplete. I can't believe we're this deep into the year and none of those things have happened. It's like, I mean, we were really on the edge of our seat in March thinking Jimmy was going to get traded or something. It's four months later. It's like we went to a restaurant, didn't have a reservation, and they were like, yeah, we can get you a table in like 45 minutes, and we've been standing there for a week, and we won't go home. We should go home at some point, but we won't. Anyway, I'm going to take uh, your calls about the next hour. The rules of the show are you got to have your um, camera on so I can vet you because there have been some lunatics trying to come on this show. And plus, I know like 90% of you guys, so we're good. But if I don't know you like Callie Tremor and you don't have your uh, camera on, you can't come on the show. Sorry. I don't trust you. I don't know you at all. Yeah, and then he left. See, I don't trust these people. Chris, you're first. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? How you doing, man? Good to see you. All right. I can't believe it. I, I beat Korean 49er. That you was did by like team. two seconds. He's right. He's he's number two. All right, man. Yeah. Hey, um, my, my thing is this, man. With Jimmy Garoppolo, this is all on, on the front office, especially on John Lynch. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is my thing. He is a decent general manager. He's kind of like that, that, that manager of a, of a singer who's really, really good. But now that they've blown up, they need somebody a bit more savvy and somebody who knows how to work the ropes and knew, knows how to do certain things. Because when he started out, it was, it was okay. And he made a couple of fumbles, but this right here is just, it's. I got a theory for you. Tell me if you agree with this to me, since Harbaugh left, Jed has become extremely hands-off, and he's really let John and Kyle do their thing. But I don't think John and Kyle are on the same page at all. Remember, John wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. John likes Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think John ever wanted to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle did. And so you got Kyle's quarterback in the front, in, in the organization and John's quarterback in the organization. And I think from John's perspective, if Jimmy stayed one more year, that wouldn't be bad because if he ends up Taking the job back from Trey, that's good for John. I think you got two different, I think you got two different agendas working against each other in the organization right now. And I think that's why we're not hearing a coherent plan. What is the plan at quarterback? Well, they're making it up as they go along because the two most important people in the organization, other than Jed, disagree. That's what I see. And um, I, I got to agree with that because I re- I clearly remember Kyle Shanahan saying in the press conference when they traded up, he said, we need a starting quarterback. And you got one on the team. That's what he said. We needed a starting quarterback. John, didn't say, I, that. John didn't say that. He sure did didn't. He? No. 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 That was Kyle. And the thing that is that is so frustrating is the mere fact, and, and I know I'm going to get a lot of pushback, but. Jimmy did his part. He did what he was supposed to do. I mean, when we first got him, we were losing all our games. Mm -hmm. He comes in, he wins the last five, which is really good, you know, but nobody knew who he was yet, you know, and then we gave him that contract. I know people are mad about that contract, but this is the thing. If Jimmy, if, if Jimmy was, that was the hottest he had ever been. You know, the Kyle Shanahan offense was so complicated, this, that, and the other. He barely came in, and he won his last five games. So we immediately became from not at the bottom to somewhere mid, mid-tier team. That's you know, right. he, he, he did, did do that. Part, but but it, I feel like John's holding on too long. Let's yeah, that's go. exactly what he's – he's, he's, there is business, and then there is football business. Yeah. And Frank, hold on, hold on. So, so Jimmy comes at the end of the year, wins five games, helps him save face. They didn't make the playoffs. 
The plan was to either get Kirk Cousins or what they could have done. Let's say they didn't trade for Jimmy Garoppolo that year and finish the season two and 14. They could have drafted Josh Allen. If they liked him, they said they liked him. So, like, the what they, the whole thing of bringing Jimmy Garoppolo in was to save face in a bad year. Like, Colin Kaepernick, remember, he, when he started, he took the team to the playoffs. Jimmy didn't do that. He beat – it was garbage time. So, to me, like, yeah. they – like, John panicked. The whole plan was to wait until year two to get a quarterback. They were one in ten. John panicked. And he's still holding on to this panic move. I, th- I thought it was – I mean, Jimmy did the best he could, but it was not the best move to have him be the, the quarterback. It's been five years. It's the only quarterback they've hitched their wagon to. They let Brady go by. They let Mahomes go by. They let Josh Allen yeah. go by. They let Stafford go by. It's crazy. And it's, it's I think it's on John. And it's on Jed yeah. for not stepping in and saying something. Yeah, look, because th- this is the thing. At that given point in time, if somebody would have told you, hey, man, look, you give us a second-round pick, and you're going to go to a Super Bowl, lose it, potentially go to another one, and your franchise is going to be totally turned around. Everybody signs up for that. But it's then like John, it, he, he, he wants to, instead of looking at Jimmy as a stepping stone for your organization, like from going from bad to decent to respectable to great, he really wants to think that Jimmy's great, in my opinion. And he, 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 he like he's not perfect. He's just deleting these 11 ways. Like, come on, John. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And the book is out. And the thing is, is that because John is a player, was a player, he should know better and know how a quarterback affects the morale of the team and how a quarterback leads a team. He should know better. He should he really Super Bowl with Brad Johnson. Maybe that's his uh, measuring stick. I, I got to take more calls, Chris. Great call. I think I did more talking than you. I'm sorry. I got excited. But it, I was oh, it's no problem, man. I'll get you Call next time. time. All right. Chris. All right. Later, man. Okay, we got Korean 49er, 88 49er, E49ers, Rico Flav. Everyone, stay put. Don't leave. Callie, thank you. I didn't mean to call you a lunatic. I just, there's been some lunatics in here and I got to vet people. So I appreciate your, your five bucks big time. Callie Tremor says, Grant, I just got up. I'm laying in bed, uh, still laying in bed, crusty in the eye. Yeah, I don't think you should call it. I think the other rule is you got to not have crusties in your eyes if you're calling. You got to take a shower. You got to wash your face. You got to brush your teeth. Because even though we can't smell your breath, we can kind of, you can kind of, you know what I mean? What's up? Good. How are you, Grant? Man, they beat you today, man. They got you. It's all right. I'll I just say I'll get over it. So. <laughs> how you doing? Good. Um, do you remember when you were a child that you know that kid on the neighborhood that had that toy that everybody wanted? Yes. To me, Jimmy reminds me of that toy that everyone wanted, but now everyone now is on the sale at the garage. You know, at the garage sale or yeah, it's like that, like um that little go-kart for three-year-olds that you would get at Toys R Us that only the most irresponsible parents would get for their kids. And all the other kids would be like, well, come on, I can't get the go-kart that costs $400. And they're like, because you're going to outgrow it in a year and it's not safe. But Jimmy had it. Jimmy was it. And now yeah. everyone's outgrown it. Now everyone knows, as Chris said, the book is out on Jimmy. And then nobody says, I'm going to give you a six or whatever for him. So Jimmy's not that basketball player where like he gets the ball at the three-point line and everyone's like, hey, man, shoot it. Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. They're like not guarding him. They're like, he's like Tony Allen right now. Hey, man, we, you know you're not going to hit that. You're not even going to take the three. Shoot the three. He's like, it's like I can't. It's like, it's like I remember being at the playground playing basketball. I was a scrub. I'll be completely honest about that. And, you know, there's that one guy's talking all, you know, everyone says, shoot it, shoot it. But, you know, he ain't going to make anything. Yeah. Unless he's really close. But um, the main, my main uh, question for today is, with the offensive line being in the shambles that it is currently, who do you see as the potential starting offensive line for the season? If everything they're hoping for is that it'll be, I think they still think they're going to sign a center. I think they think someone's going to be available, but um, cause remember they got Lake and Tomlinson like week two in 2017. I think they know that they need a starter. They're just not, they're waiting for one. So I think it's going to be Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, some center who's not here yet, Daniel Brunskill and Mike McGlinchey. And my biggest question might be Mike McGlinchey. I mean, what what can he really do? This was a very serious injury. He was decent before the injury. What is he now? That's my question. That's only because look what happened with David Bakhtiari and the Packers. He's back on pup when camp starts up. And to me, that's what I'm thinking that McGlinchey might be on. I'm so interested to see who the Niners put on pup. They haven't said yet, but people aren't like that. 
everyone says they're going to be ready for camp when asked in minicamp. But like, what about McGlinchey? What about Verrett? What about Kinlaw? There's a bunch of players on this team. What about Brunskill? What about Elijah Mitchell? A lot of guys who are, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? So, yeah, that was the main thing was the offensive line question. So have a nice week, Grant. See you, man. Have a good one. You too. Later. Um, okay. 88 Niner, you're up next. E49ers, you're on deck. Can't smoke on the show though. Just want to let you know. It's a YouTube rule, not my rule. You're good. All right, man. What's up, Rob? What's going on, Mr. Cohen? How are you? I'm batting a thousand. How are you, Mr. Martin? Pretty good, man. Hey, I sent you an email. You didn't respond to me. I know it's it's kind of wordy, but I did send you an email. What's your email address? Let me look right now uh, to make sure I got it. Robert period m2403 at gmail.com. M2430. I never got anything from that. Robert period m2430 at gmail.com. Correct. I must have sent it to the wrong guy because I never got that. Hold on. Okay. Nah, man. Robert. Rob, nah. I never got it. Try send it again, man. I swear. I was, I've been looking for it. Never okay. got it. All right. I promise. I I'll resend it. Uh, that my bad. My bad for calling you out. Yeah, anyway, Grant Cohen at Gmail. The just one word. No, no period. Nothing. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I spoke with a fan the about about a couple weeks ago. You know, I'm on the East Coast, mm -hmm. and this dude had to be about fifty. So I I trust his knowledge. Talking about the Redskins. This is like a little peek. Into the mile into the mind of uh, Kyle Shanahan, he was telling me that when RG three got drafted, that was actually not Kyle's guy. Kyle sure. wanted Kirk Kirk Cousins, and the reason that he wanted Kirk Cousins was because Kirk knew how to read a defense. Okay, now uh, they draft RG three uh, round five. He's still sitting there, so they so so they got it. Bottom line is that that didn't work out. But the reason why. Uh, um, Kyle has been so in on Kirk was because his ability to read the defense paired with his knowledge of the offense. So we fast forward to today. I'm kind of sick of, 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 of my fellow fans questioning what's getting ready to happen. People, this is Kyle Shanahan's quarterback. I know there was questions with Mac Jones. There should have be been. John That's it might not be John Lynch's quarterback, but it is Kyle Shanahan's quarterback. It's and he, Kyle and Shanahan's him because quarterback. Of, because not only the athletic gifts but how he processes exactly exactly yeah. so and honestly i think a lot of people that don't know this quarterback room think that trey there's always like a the white quarterback is the cerebral one and the black quarterback is the athlete but dude on this team the black quarterback is the cerebral one and the white well, quarterback is the one who's smiling for no reason i was thinking about this and my theory is that there's been a lot of a lot of athletes mostly with color but some some without you know uh, yes. main, like like a Tim Tebow that right. have been no. purported to have an extra skill set that went butch. And yes. when 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 the things it shows in the game film, when things break down, they just get to running around like a chicken with with, with the head cut off, and nobody wants that. I, I I'm with I'm with my fans on that aspect. Nobody wants that, and it's kind of it's kind of perceived that because Trey has these extra skill sets that he's going to be that type of quarterback. But it's not that. It's not no. that at all. He's going to be That's all not his mentality at all. That's exactly. not his mentality at all. No. Exactly. No. Um, so I just wanted to, wanted, wanted to give that little tidbit. Uh, my part two is I think we're about to have a very dominant defense again because you, you, you think that that guy, that defensive tackle that we just drafted was a backup for Kinlaw. I don't think so. I think Kinlaw is getting ready to have a major year. And okay. it looks to me as if they are trying to rebuild what we had in 2019. What kept us and what got us to the Super Bowl in 2019 was the fact that that first four could come off and the next four went on and everybody was still dogs. That was and not the case I, last year. There, some of those backup D tackles last year were rough. Right, right. Street. And I, so I think I, I think they're, they're, they're gearing up for that, that, that type of run again. And if that's the case, that would mean that our only question, our only real question is the offensive line. If we can get that situated, hey, we, we might can make some noise. I'm not I'm not at all. I agree. Uh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, move Jimmy Garoppolo, sign a center, and then now you're talking. To me, this team is still, like, in progress. It's not quite complete yet, but, I mean, it's not even August. They have it's, – it's fair. They, they can make moves still. They need to make moves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd and like to – I'm missing something with Jake Brundle, Brendel. Jake Brindle. Jake Brindle. What about this guy? 
No, I have no idea who this is. He's going to be the starting center for this team, Rob, until they get someone. Drake Rendell. He's almost 30. He played six snaps the last three seasons. Look him up. I got to take more calls, man. I know I just blew your mind. You're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy, man. Later. All right, E49ers, you're up. What's up? Hey, yo, what's up, Grant? How you doing, man? Where are you calling Hey, from? yo, man. I just want to start off by saying when I first started watching you, bro, I thought that you were a little weirdo. I did. That's fair. I did. Okay. Um, I started listening to you more and more. Uh, like, took like a, it took about a, it took about a year, and I was like, you know what? This dude's he's pretty consistent. He stays right in the middle. He doesn't <laughs> cheer too much. He doesn't cheer too less. He just tells you, gives you unbiased opinion, and that's what I love about your show. I love Thank that it's un freaking biased. You watch all these other people, they either fall in love with somebody or they uh they already hate you before yeah. they even started talking about you. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I always like that about you. Um, but you do have a love and hate because you definitely don't like Jimmy and you definitely love Trey Lance. <laughs> so far. Just from, so far. My, just my from... feelings are always subject to evolution, it could change. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. You watch somebody like that for that long. I mean, it only takes a little bit of sugar for you to go, yo, exactly. this dude's amazing because exactly. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, I've been a 49ers fan my whole entire life. Um, I remember watching Steve Young. I remember watching Garrison Hurst. I remember watching um, Garcia. Uh, Jeff Garcia. Garcia. He was an amazing quarterback. Yeah. Um I remember really watching. Good. Yeah. Good. So when it comes to Trey Lance, I'm feeling like from what you what I hear from you, I do my own little, you know, research, college, mm-hmm. looking at him in college, looking at him, looking at plays, looking at highlights from last year. Um, for what I see, he, he really does look like uh, the type of quarterback I've never seen us have. Yeah. I, I'm the type of quarterback I don't usually see. He reminds me of Ben Roethlisberger. That's who he reminds that. me of. I can he's see that. Like, what about him? He's big. It looks like he's going to be hard to take down. Like, it's not no no yeah. little cornerback. It's just going to just be – you're going to have to jump on his back and pull him to the ground. Exactly. And he's <laughs> like, a lot quicker than, than young Big Ben was. I mean, he's got he's the quicker. combination of – He's quicker. The, the speed is almost the same as a young yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Because Ben yeah. Roethlisberger, when he was young, he could run. He, could, he, he could. really could. He so could. the speed is almost the same, but he's quicker. There's yep. a difference between speed and being quick. He's very quick. He's very shifty. I remember seeing him in and out the pocket, just not even really juking, just almost on like it's in matrix mode for him. Just get out of my way. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Um, I really think Trey might be the closest thing we've seen to Andrew Luck since Andrew Luck. Now, Andrew is Luck that is as far as just like his hand throwing or like his intelligence or package. both? So the, the, the combination of high level athleticism, size and intelligence. That was Andrew Luck. That's Trey Lance. Now, Trey, Andrew yeah. Luck was probably a little bit more natural thrower than Lance, but Lance is probably a better athlete than Luck. So I, to me, I mean, that's who Jer- Daniel Jeremiah compared him to. Everyone compares him to Josh Allen. Josh Allen isn't cerebral. Josh Allen is not at all. I mean, he's a he's just a super athlete. I, I don't know. Well, that then that's, that's super scary true. though. Like because yeah. I remember that the thing about the thing about uh, Luck was it took them a while to get his line together. And they never did, and and he never really made it to thirty. And that's what—that's my only only fear with Trey Lance is that that's the Niners going to do that to him. It's like they started building the line after they got the quarterback, right? Now the quarterback's gone, and they got like one of the best lines. Yeah, with what they were like, oh, he can move, he can protect himself, and that's kind of almost how the Niners are acting with Trey Lance. Like, he'll be fine, be good. But honestly, though, let's be real, Grant. There's not a lot of uh, like. What are the what are the top four top tier offensive lines in the league? It's true. You don't have to have an off. You don't have to have an. You don't have to have an elite offensive line. But I look think at the Rams. You can't have a bad one. The, the the Bengals had a bad one. Okay, they went to the Super Bowl, but they lost largely because they gave up seven sacks in the Super Bowl, including I think a couple on the final drive. And then first mm-hmm. thing they did this offseason was beef up, beef up their offensive line. You can't be bad. But how bad? How bad is it though? You still have Trent Williams. You still have Trent. You have the best. Offensive line in the in league. 20 when it was bad. So the, if McGlinchey's solid, if Brendel's solid, if Banks is solid, they're fine. They're fine. At least need to be solid. Okay. But I don't even know if they're solid. Okay. That's my question. What is okay. Banks? It just has to be pretty good, right? It doesn't it have to be, be solid. Yeah, like, solid. Decent. Some people, they, they yeah. pay for a lot. There's a lot of people that pay for offensive lines. And 
Good nowhere. Um, because they put so much money into the offensive line, it's almost worthless, right? Like you got the Colts or you got the Cowboys. Remember when the Cowboys just that line was unpenetrable? And what did they get from that? One Super Bowl win in 20 years? Or one playoff win in 20 years? No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it can't be bad though. And that's what the Bengals learned. And I just I thought that the I thought the Rams had a bad offensive line last year. <laughs> No, nah, man, no, 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 no. Havenstein's good. They, they're both their tackles. Were Stafford good was getting sacked last year. Well, Stafford holds the ball a while. He's looking to throw down the field. That's true. But to me, I mean, both both tackles were good. Their center was at least a starting center. I don't even know if the Niners have that. I read your offensive line by how many times your quarterback gets sacked and how many times how many yards that that your running back is running. If your running back isn't going oh, off, and your mother, and and and, and, and your and your quarterback and your quarterback's getting sacked. It's just like the Niners and Kaepernick's last two years. Everybody blames Kaepernick. That offensive line was horrid in Kaepernick's last two years. Everybody left them. Everybody it's left true. them. I just looked at the Rams' line as being like good enough, but you're right. It wasn't great, and they could not. They averaged one yard to carry in the Super Bowl. I think it was one yard to carry. <laughs> I mean, one point one. <laughs> and I got to take more calls, man. But yeah, you can't right. call anytime. Thanks, man. I would love to talk to you. Talk hey, to you. Know, Keep doing me. your thing, bro. Keep doing your thing. You're one of my favorite from? people. To to. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from East Oakland, man. East Oakland, man. You know what I'm it is. Oakland, man. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Peace, man. Yes, sir. That was tight. All right. See, East Oakland fans got a root for someone now. The Raiders left them. The Raiders. They were, that was an original Oakland franchise. I can't believe that. The A's came from freaking Philly. The Warriors came from Philly. The Raiders were original to Oakland and left twice. That's just that's just messed up. Rico, are you there? I see your hair, but I don't see your face. What's up, Rico? We talking? If you want to be on the show, let me see your eyes. Boom. All right. What's up? What's How up? You doing? How you what's doing, up? Man? How you doing? Good, man. So I got a question. All right. Do you think the pistol's coming back? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I think he can unlock the full offense. Call you check. I don't know because I haven't seen him do it, but I feel like they had it in the offense with Jimmy, like here and there. It should. How about this? It should be. It should. It should it be. It was with, with RG3 offense. big time. If you go back and watch RG3 2012 with Kyle, it was a ton, a ton of pistol. So I got one more question for you, right? Okay. This trade, do you, I don't think it will happen, but I think it could. Jimmy G, backup quarterback. Makes a trade with the CNC, uh Bengals for Jesse Bates. They both <laughs> here we out. They both work out extension. You send Jimmy G for a backup, and you can send a draft pick, or you can send one of our linebackers. I don't Why think. Why does Cincinnati gonna... want Jimmy G though? They want Jesse Bates. Jimmy G could be a backup. It's true. I mean, Joe Burrow did tear ACL, and they're in a the tough division. If he gets hurt, he, they might need him to win the game or two. That's true. With hey. that bad offensive line. I'll call the C the Cincinnati Bengals up, see if they're interested. I got I mean, an idea for you. We gotta win something. D'Amico's gonna be leaving soon. I think we they take him for granted. I think they should get Justin Bates. I'll take the defense to elite easily. Pretty much. Pretty much. Are you got anything else? Not a Grant. All right, man. Later, Rico. All right. Flav and then Barry Baller and then Rohan. You guys ready? Cool. What's up, Flav? What's up, dude? How, How you doing, man? Hey, not too bad. I, I wanted to come on and uh, and uh, talk some Jimmy Garoppolo because um, I just feel like there's so much there's so much hate, man. And and, and all right, and, let's dial it back then. Um, but yeah, so I, I looked back. I you know a lot of people say in 2017 Jimmy showed up, but the team was already good, even though they were one and eleven, and you know they were in all these games already and that sort of sort of thing, and so. To me, that's that's the best thing about Jimmy is in that fact. Because if you look back at that season, I looked at games where where Jimmy uh, or, or where the 49ers had the ball with less than five minutes and a chance to either tie or win the game. Before Jimmy got there, they were over five. Of course. Over five. Jimmy got there. They won five straight. Two of those, though, were games where he got the ball in the last five minutes. And had a chance to tie or win the game and did it. And so, uh, and then well, I look, I know where you're going real quick. Isn't it fair to say that? Like, I know what you're saying. He's overly hated on, but from your, from my perspective, isn't a big part of his legacy that he was constantly compared to people like Brian Hoyer, CJ Beathard, and Nick Mullins. 
Like a big part of his legacy was being better than those three guys. Right. And which ironically though, we're, that's five years ago. They're all still in the league. So they're not like, these guys aren't, aren't like the, the worst backup QBs, you know, of all time or anything. No, I mean, but they're backups. Yeah. They're backups. I, I guess my, my, where I was going though, was I looked at 2019 2021 so like the three seasons that he was healthy pretty much yeah um in the regular season he had nine opportunities to with with the ball final five minutes uh to go down and, and either tie or win the game or or take the lead tie or take the lead with less than five minutes he was nine for nine every single time he, he was put in that position he, he came through. They didn't win all those games. They were games. I mean, you think about Green Bay last year where, you know, he went, he gave the team a chance to win, and then Green Bay came back and kicked a, a last-second field goal. But he, What happened in Seattle? Seattle last year? He was at the goal line. They lost. Oh, that was I, – I don't – I have to look at that. Uh, it's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. The way I remember last year is he had like win some and lose some. I, I, I see what you're saying. He yeah. put him in position against Green Bay. That is true. He did. He also threw an interception backwards like the, the the series before then. Okay, hold on. Let me ask you because I'm yeah. not trying to get snarky. Yeah, when yeah. people come in and say that Jimmy had like a big uh, impact on winning, what is it? what exactly about his play style? Like I, how does he contribute to winning? You know what I mean? What does he do? Again, it's I, I think people look at at the two big playoff games that they, they didn't come through. To me, again, I went back. I'd have to look at that Seattle game. Maybe I looked over it, but let's even if we use that one, um, 10 out of 13 times he's had that opportunity to give the chance, the team a chance to win. He's come through. I looked like at Aaron Rodgers over the last two years. He was five out of seven. Um, that he came through in those same situations. And so something about Jimmy, I know you say. But isn't this kind of a team stat? Like, is this the most important stat to evaluate a quarterback? No, but to me it's, it's, and when the team talks about leadership and, and that sort of thing, it's, it's rare for a quarterback to be able to come in in that situation. This is the NFL games are close all the time. And I think, you know, the Niners have, you're a saying he's clutch. I mean, this is the guy with like yeah. the lowest fourth quarter quarterback rating uh, in playoff history. I, I I mean I understand that the, the offense has been able to like have some some moments at the end of games, but I don't really attribute it hundred percent to Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, this guy, what he hit Jalen Ramsey in the chest last year in the fourth quarter in the NFC. I mean, he melted down. I mean, he had opportunities last that's year. One of the losses again. I mean, that's one of the lot. But if if again, if those two, if if the Super Bowl loss and and the NFC loss were in the regular season and he came through 10 out of 13 times. We'd be talking about he's the most clutch player in the NFL. Those numbers are on par with, with let Rock. me ask you a direct question. Yeah. Where would you rank Jimmy Garoppolo in terms of starting quarterbacks? How good is he? Give me a number. For, for me, I would, I would put him between 10 and 15. Don't you want better than that? Of course I want better than that. But let me, my second point though, is I don't have any reason to believe Trey is better than that. I've, I've thrown out some of his college stats uh, in. Uh, in oh, I'm sorry. I just hit me that this is Flav. I'm sorry. I'm just, yeah, yeah. just hit me. What's up? We've been going back and forth all week. Yeah. Sorry. I, my brain hit my brain late. What's up, Flav? How you doing? Good, man. So, so again, as far as I can tell, Trey Lance never led a game winning drive ever. I mean, maybe in high school, but I didn't, I can't look at those stats. I, who knows? But definitely not in college, not last year. Uh, hasn't led a game winning drive only thrown for 250 yards, more than 250 yeah, but Hold on, but that's circumstantial, right? It's not like he was put in these situations and he failed. They were just blowing teams out in, in college. It's not like he can't do it. It's just, it's just he's young. I, he hasn't been in that situation yet. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I agree, but lack I, of evidence. You know, I don't think I don't think a high school journalist could come in and do your job. Like, I wouldn't expect him to be hey, able Hey, man, to. there could be some really gifted people out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't I, know. I, and believe me, as a fan, I'm praying that he is. I'm praying, but I don't have any reasons to believe that he is other than. Okay, hold on. So again, Jimmy Garoppolo, by the end of his tenure, had become, say what you want about what he could do at the end of a game. I, I, I'm skeptical on that. He's a game manager. They mm -hmm. don't want him throwing a lot. He throws very few passes per game and he doesn't move. It just seems like as long as you're in the game, I, 
10 to 15? I don't think so, man. I think 20 to 25. He's a game manager. And if that's where you're putting him, wouldn't you want a game manager who's like can run and throw down the field and like and not turn the ball over? Now, I know we don't know about Trey Lance and yeah. turning the ball. He didn't do it in college, but Jimmy, but he did no last excuse, man. Why are you throwing these picks? You got this running game, you got this defense. You don't need to force the ball, but you do. That kills me with him. He is the most overconfident game manager I've ever seen in my whole life, Flav. Who does he think he is? Tom Brady? I, I love that, though. I love that. And like I think he does, too. You like the interceptions. I love the winning at the end and, and coming through, man. Some people just have a knack for it. If you look at, like, Brady, again, he, he can't run. He he's It's all mental. Compared to Jimmy to Tom Brady, Flav. I love I'm just it. saying the, the, the greatest quarterbacks are in that last five minutes. They come through more than any other quarterbacks. True well, again, look at Jimmy Garoppolo's quarterback rating in the fourth quarter of the playoffs. You can't say I'm not it. talking about rating though. I'm talking about those last five minutes. Like and and being able to give your chance a, or team a chance to win, he does that almost every single time. It just so happens the two biggest times he didn't do it were in the biggest games. And so I think that doesn't every single time. I don't think he does, man. He I I was in Seattle. He was at the seven yard line. He had Ayuk open on the left. He threw to the right, got the pass knocked down. Who's uh, wh- and then wh- there was in Cincinnati when he threw the ball right to Jesse Bates and Bates dropped it, and they had another opportunity in overtime. Like Jimmy isn't who you think he is. He's not Tony Romo. He's not Drew Brees. I mean, man. he is like I don't have a of- man. I, I look at Steve Young, and then and then I look at Jeff Garcia, maybe Alex Smith, Kaepernick, like. All those guys could protect the football. All those guys. I mean, none of us gave us a realistic chance to win other than other than Kaepernick one year. It's been brutal. And so to sit here and be like, oh, man, Jimmy's not good enough to win. I Again, and this is the thing that kind of drives me crazy about the fans is like they don't want to give Jimmy any credit for wins because that's a team stat. But they'll give him credit for the losses. Like that's Flav. If you were right about Jimmy, some team would have traded him for for him by now. His his injury is not serious. If he were Drew Brees, he'd be on a team right now. So there would be five teams trying to trade a second round or a first round pick. It's not there. The whole league. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay twenty seven million dollars for something that might be broke. I I don't know if if it's not. You can extend the contract. He's thirty years old. He could be your quarterback for the next five years. You saying he's a top fifteen quarterback in the league? Someone be all over him. But that's not how the league looks at him. they would have. I think they would have if he didn't have the shoulder thing for sure. One hundred percent. I think. How do you invest? How do you invest in that though? How do you he's, invest? He's healthy in right setback? now. Twenty-seven million for a dude. Like, what if he has a setback? It happens all the time. You know, you you're sitting there, and and I think the one fair. So knock what's the next act for Jimmy's career? How how is he going to get the last laugh here, Flay? Oh, I think I think just Jimmy being Jimmy. Like wherever he ends up, he'll he'll he might be on the bench. Then he's going to get his spot or his chance. He's going to win. And and then he's gonna hurt. What? And he's gonna get hurt. He might. Yeah. That's that's the one. That's the one true knock on, on Jimmy. But I think the Niners might also be worried about Trey's durability. And if I mean the guy gets hurt every single time he gets out there, also he also throws an interception every time he starts. So I don't know why people think he's gonna. When you talk like that, it makes you seem a little biased. I'm just. I'm worried. I'm worried as a Niners. I can see. This guy's you never are clutching your pearls very hard, very He's intensely. You're white knuckling this, man. It's gonna be all right, dude. It's, hold on, let me play. Yeah. Play. If the Niners can get to the NFC Championship twice with Jimmy and his meager skill set, man, they're gonna be okay. He's a game manager who throws a lot of picks, dude. That is the worst starter you could want. He can't move. Jimmy he can't throw down games. The last he throws a ton of picks. If you can get that far with that, that's a liability. There's a word for that. It's a liability, man. My my feeling this year is is the Niners are going to be in a lot of games because of their defense, and then they're going to have this kid out there with a slow release, indecisive. That was the thing we saw in the first two games that he started, especially those first six quarters, just holding on to the ball, running for his life, doesn't know what to do with it. I mean, you look, you need a quick release. I don't. You I know just, what we're going to see from Jimmy Garoppolo this year? A lot of lot of clipboard holding. A lot of, lot, of, lot of high fives, a lot of I mean, smiles, a lot of daps. Trey, hey, Trey nice throw. Amazing at that last year. I hey, mean, let me get that water for you. <laughs> hey, let me tell you. Let's look at what you did on this last. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, you can say what you want about Trey, but Jimmy's time is over. And it's not just the Niners that feel that way. It's the whole league. No one wants him. I Well, I mean, obviously, it's just a wait and see thing. 
I hope I hope you're right. Because look, at the bottom line, I'm a Niners fan. I and even the Niners that fans that disagree with me, I still love more than any other fan out there uh, on this issue. And so it's all love. But at the same time, um, I think that they I think that they got in a situation. They traded up. They didn't know who they were going to take. They I couldn't see. take anybody else. Be, so they had to go on this potential thing with Trey Lance. And I think they've realized that he's a project. He doesn't, it doesn't smell right. I mean, how much? How they much knew he was a project when they brought him in. They knew he was a project when they brought him in. Right, right. And I think it's, I don't get me wrong. I think it's going to be three years. Are you a Mac Jones guy? Are you a Mac Jones guy? No, I mean, okay. not really. Right. I mean, I, I wouldn't have, for me, the, you're one quarterback away, arguably. If that's what you think, you're one quarterback away. Sure. Why, why do you go to the draft to get it? That's Just, Hey, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Look, Olga, I've never said that trade that that trade was the right move or that Trey's going to be a top five quarterback. I'm just yeah. saying he's better than Jimmy. But again, you think Jimmy's borderline top ten, so we're never going to agree on this. And I do have to take more calls. And I appreciate you calling in, Flav. You're the man. Sorry, I didn't realize who you were at first. This was hey. a lot of fun. Well, uh, where are you calling from? You got a nice backdrop. Uh, L.A. I'm in. All right, I'm a- man. What part of L.A.? I was. I went to uh, L.A. You know. Do you know where Westlake Village is? No. Uh, it's, well, it's yeah, it's sort of on the outskirts, but uh, but yeah. All right, Flag. Have a good day. Later, buddy. Peace, man. I respect him, man. He's just a very concerned fan. That's that's legit. On the goal line says uh, that 2017 team wasn't that bad. They lost nine one position games before Jimmy got there. Too much credit given to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, and those games he won didn't count. Who cares? All right. What's up, Bay Area Baller eighteen? I was looking at your face the whole time. You were like, <laughs> so funny. Love it. Anyway, what's up? Uh, yeah, Flav almost made me change the whole premise of my cone phone, but you handled it well. And you know what? Shout out to Flav because shout out to Flav for sure. Someone needs to come on this channel and do this. Yeah, it's taking yeah. the side that you know eighty percent of Niners fans are going Don't against is tough to do. And, and he and represented he it well. It. He wasn't like Danny Kelly. He actually did. A, he was very compelling. I just happened to disagree, but he could be right. We'll see. Yeah, and I want to start off by saying happy birthday to the greatest baseball player that I've ever witnessed, Barry Bonds. You're the GOAT. Happy birthday. And Grant, it's ironic that his birthday falls on the same day baseball is inducting more players into the Hall of Fame, or as I'm calling it now, the Hall of Fraud. Okay. David Ortiz is a guy who tested positive for steroids and he got in on the first ballot. That's outrageous. That's not right. Shame on those voters. Okay. Ortiz. Because what you, you could say is the voters had like a moral stance, and you could at least respect that. But as soon as they let someone in who was who publicly failed, no, that's yeah, no, it's terrible. And why? Shame on those guys. Why? Because he's a nice guy. And you know what? All these writers, they got their panties in a bunch because Bonds wouldn't give him interviews. He was mean. Boo hoo. All right. Bonds, in my opinion, he's the GOAT. So I wanted to start off with that. But uh, Bonds is a, if, if you're about 34 years old, you grew up with Bonds, he was a very complicated figure because. He was a top five baseball player in the 90s. And that was before all of this. And then in the 2000s, when he hit 35, he went to this another, this whole different dimension. He basically, all the, most of the stars started juicing. And he was the best of, the, of those. Before then, though, like, he was not the best baseball player. He was top five, but it was like, when, I, when we were growing up, it was Griffey. That's just, I swear, I remember. It was Griffey. Yeah, Griffey was good. Was I mean, Bonds, when Bonds was up at bat, Grant, I was a kid. Especially in I, I dropped whatever I was doing, and you watch Bonds' at bat because would, he's either hitting like, out of the park or the center. They would just they would patch in live on Sports Center, and they would it would be the, anyway. Enough of the Giants, Barry Bonds. Giants. Good luck. What's up? And uh, there's still a chance he gets in on some committee vote, but shame on baseball. But uh, Grant, one of my favorite shows growing up was Pardon the Interruption with Michael Wilbon and and your boy Tony Kornheiser, yeah. right? And I want to do a segment with you from their show. It's called What's the Word? Okay. I'll say an incomplete sentence, and then we'll fill in the blank with our own word. Love it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start off. Ten years from now, 49ers fans will look back on Jimmy's tenure as blank. Let me go first. Let me go first. You think I'll go first. I'm going to say, we're going to look back and say it was frustrating, okay? And this is for Flav. I just went back and watched this NFC Championship game against the Rams. Grant, I was ripping my hair out. The score is 17-17 with six minutes and 50 seconds left in the game, right? What happens? First down, incomplete pass. 
Second down, and this was the most atrocious thing about the series, delay of game. You cannot take a delay of game in that situation. You're the quarterback. Call a timeout. We had all three timeouts. Unacceptable. So now it's second and 15. What does he do? That's when he hits Jalen Ramsey in the chest for the drop pick. All right? Third down, what happened on third down? Hold on, let me answer. So you said frustrating. I'm saying missed opportunity because it never should have been the Jimmy Garoppolo era. It never should have been the Jimmy Garoppolo era. It should have been the Patrick Mahomes era or the Josh Allen era or the Tom Brady era or the Matthew Stafford era. It never should have been the Jimmy Garoppolo era. That's And so like they, they got to the doorstep twice and they couldn't come through because they didn't have a top 10 quarterback on their team. They had Jimmy, who frankly wasn't good enough. All right, let's go to the next one. Okay. If Trey Lance is a notch better than Jimmy G next season, the 49ers are blank. Still not necessarily good enough to make the playoffs. That's my whole thing with this offseason that kills me, is that they improved at quarterback, but they kept Jimmy on the team and didn't use that money to make the team as good as it could be. And that's a 10-win team from last year. What if they're a nine-win team? What if what if Trey misses three games? I mean, funny things happen in football. I, there's a very small margin for error they had last year. And it's my question isn't the quarterback. It's left guard, center, right tackle, strong safety, and, no, and uh, nickel. That's why I'm saying – I forget what the original question was. <laughs> but let, me, let me give you mine. So if Trey's a notch better than Jimmy G, the 49ers are Super Bowl contenders. That's what I think. We've been damn close two times. So if Trey can just hey, be a man, notch if they go better, out and get a starting center and Aaron Banks is good and, and McGlinchey makes a floor recovery, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Okay. I just I, don't I believe got, in Jake Brown. I'm, more for you. Okay, go ahead. The 49ers defense this year is going to be blank. That's a good one. How about this? Better than last year. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to be the number one defense in the league, but it was the third-ranked defense in the league, and I think they gave up a lot of more points than that, and that was, I think, because of turnovers in the offense. I think they're going to be better. Chavarius Ward is going to make them a better defense on third down. They're going to be – because they were 20th on third. That's not good, and that's a big reason why they got – It was so soft. They were playing so soft. soft. How many times we see Mosley, you know, or Norman – third and 12. What are you doing? Yeah. These, yeah, and these, you know, seven-yard out routes are just open all game. Yeah. So that's why my answer to this, the 49ers defense this year is going to be more aggressive. Like that. I'm like expecting that. more press man, right, where maybe we blitz a little more, you know, cover one. Stylistically, I know Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, two of the greatest coaches, they love some cover one. You got to mix it up. But I'm expecting more cover one this year. Uh, let's get to the last one I got for you, Grant. If the 49ers don't make the playoffs this year, it will be because of Jimmy Garoppolo being on the roster. $24 million sitting on the bench. Are you kidding me? They could have had a starting center, uh, a better a better backup plan at right tackle. I could have had Tom Compton or whatever. Because they went on – a big reason they could go on that run last year is when McGlinchey went down, they had a guy who was just as good or almost just as good. Now they don't. Or maybe they do if Jalen Moore is good. I don't know. So to me, they could have really gone all in. They didn't. That's going to be the reason. And maybe they will, because again, they have time. They could trade Jimmy tomorrow, today. They could cut Jimmy today. They could sign JC Trader. They could sign Billy Price. There's all kinds of things they could do. They haven't done it yet. So that's the kind of thing I want to see them do. Like, you're not done. You're not done. But you don't have to be done in late July. Yeah, I can't argue with you there. But what I went with, if the 49ers don't make the playoffs this year, it'll be because of Lance's inaccuracy. That's the only thing that I'm not sure about. I like Lance. He's got all the tools. The accuracy is one thing that I I want to see a little bit more of. How consistent is he on third down? When it's third and 10 and Ayuk's open on a a 15-yard dig route, is Lance going to hit him in stride? He can. He he did it. He he hit a laser to Mohamed Sanu, which Sanu dropped. But that's the only thing where I'm kind of like, I want Lance to prove his accuracy to me. I also another factor is not playing him last year. He's been really on ice for two years. Is there going to be an effect? Because ideally you would have started him seven games last year. And if you had, you come into this year being like, that was really good for him. He's going to like Lamar Jackson was 
the MVP in his first full season starting. He got seven starts the year before and a playoff start. That helped. So if he'd done that, you'd, you'd be feeling a little bit more confident. So I'd like to see what factor that is. Just not playing him last year, mostly. Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, Grant, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I did a trivia show on my channel. Amin the Dream took it down. Shout out to Amin, man. Yeah, no Amin way. knows his stuff, dude. Yeah, and there was historical Niners questions in there, and Amin took wow. it down. So if you want to do some trivia in the future, you know, shout out to the Coneheads. Subscribe, Bay Area Baller 18. Shout out to you, Grant. Thanks for taking my call. Good call, man. Good to see you as, as always. Peace, man. Thanks. All right. Rohan. How you doing, Grant? Good to see you. Rohan writes for 49ers Web Zone. He's a pro. How you doing? I'm doing good. And I mean, I heard your guy Flav a uh, couple calls ago talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. And I wanted to kind of just address one thing that I've uh, put on the timeline this week. He talked about one of the reasons, really the only reason Jimmy Garoppolo uh, not being on a team right now is because of the contract and because of the injury concern, right? Yeah. About the contract. Earlier this week, a report that surfaced was that Jimmy Garoppolo uh, has officially, in his camp, have officially been given uh, the permission to seek trade, which we knew in March. Uh, what do you take away from that? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. Well, what I take away is, for the last four months, in my opinion, Jimmy has essentially been a free agent in other teams' eyes. His contract currently, his $28 million contract, is invalid to me. The reason that he wasn't traded months ago is because the 49ers were trying to move and Jimmy Garoppolo was trying to keep that 28 million salary because quarterbacks like Carson Wentz, quarterbacks like Matt Ryan were obviously being traded with their full salaries. And why wouldn't Jimmy want to keep that money when he's not going to make that anywhere else? People keep saying he's going to request a release. I don't want to make 28 million this year, please. Can you just give me five? I just want five. I'm a, I'm a humble person. Yeah, right. But now we're in July. Now we're at a point where only one team in the NFL has that amount of money and no team is going to allow him to keep his salary while trading for him. Correct. So to me, he's a free agent because his contract is non-guaranteed. So you can, it's essentially he's negotiating right now with other teams. What contract are they going to give him? And, and, and instead of just a free agent signing, yeah, instead of a free agent signing, it's pretty much just a sign and trade in my eyes. So right now it's still July. We've heard he's been cleared and He's negotiating. He's essentially been negotiating for the last four months, but we haven't seen a trade. So what do you think? Like, what is his position? I'll take a one-year, I'll take a one-year $7 million deal. I think, yeah. I mean, I think he's got it. Like, he, I'm assuming he's probably looking for $15 because that's what Baker Mayfield got overall. Got right? Baker Mayfield took the $3 million pay cut. The one difference is Baker, million, Baker Mayfield was expected to make the $18 million regardless of where he played. Right. Jimmy right. Garoppolo is not. So I think it's going to go down and down uh, until either one side barges, until a team says that's fine, or until a team doesn't, and then he then grants his vote. Let me ask you a question. Is it possible that the Niners could draw this out, cut them in the very, you know, on final cuts, and say, look, if you can find a starting job, go for it. But it seems like at this time, you're a backup, yeah. and we will pay you. One million more, two million more than any other. We'll beat whatever offer. We want you to be our backup quarterback, but you're not making twenty eight million dollars this year. So go ahead, find the best offer you can, and we'll beat it. Do you think that'll happen? I think our guy Vish brought up something this past week, and I think it's it's actually brilliant. The 49ers are going to look like geniuses no matter how this plays out. It's either they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, and Garoppolo uh, sent, he also is going to pick the next team he goes to. Because he can choose to refuse to renegotiate his contract with the team, meaning the team he chooses to negotiate his contract with is the team he wants to play for. So it's the narrative is going to be one of two. The 49ers are going to send Garoppolo to a team of his choice, or probably come August 15th, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to request his release, and the 49ers are going to grant it, meaning the 49ers are going to give a five-year franchise icon the chance to play elsewhere and the chance to go elsewhere, meaning it's a great PR move, which is what our guy John Lynch loves to do. I feel you, and that's a very compelling thing, and they did it with Bowman. Yeah. But I'm trying to get inside, inside John's head, and I know he likes a good PR move, but at the same time, he loves a third-round comp pick. And it's not just him. It's Parag. It's the whole organization. They look at it as like free money. It's like a straight up handout from the government and they just can't turn it down. And I'm curious to see if they can walk away from it because if they can just, because Jimmy's a nice guy. I know he'll request it, but really, really do it publicly and really make a big deal. I can see the Niners being like, look, man, we gave you a lot of money. 
we're going to give you $27 million this year. You, we can be a $27 million backup, but you're not going anywhere. You're not going. Anywhere. And if you're mad about it, you should have told us you were having a freaking surgery. Like, what was that? Because they said, like, we had no idea. We had no yeah. clue that he was going to do this. So I could see the Niners being a little petty. Like, don't ask us to do the right thing when you didn't. You know what I'm saying? I know. I'm saying. The, one thing, the one thing that I'll say against that is I, I think that that could have been a possibility up until they made this trade request official. I think the second they made it official, they kind of realized, well, it's not that they kind of realized, but it was like the move for me, at least that signified they're 100% moving on because you can't make that trade request like, or you can't officially allow them to seek to other teams and then have them come back for 22. When well, it's hold clear on. You didn't want, you him. said he wants to keep that 27, 28 million. What if the Niners right. are like, look, we'll pay you it. We will pay you $28 million to be our backup this year. Are you, do you really want to get cut so you can make 7 million being freaking Marcus Mariota's backup? Is that what you want to do? Come on. I mean, if the 49ers say they're going to pay 28 million, we'll pay you 28 million. Jed said he'll do it. We don't care. It's Jed's money. <laughs> Jed said he'll do it. That's what I'm like. They, Jed almost said he like Jed almost already said he would do that, right? He said he would. Yeah, he said he. I mean, money, he said like, like some some wordage, but yeah. I mean, the one thing that I like, the one thing that does go in favor of that, everything the 49ers have done this offseason, all their cap maneuvering, they can't afford it. If we're being totally honest, said so. right now. Like, I know you have your reservations about Jake Brendel. Me personally, I'm a little more on the optimistic side for Jake Brendel. I think yeah. he he's a good fit just because he's played his entire 49er career with Trey Lance. That's, That's been true. the connection there. He's got the athleticism, which is the most important thing for an offensive line in this offensive lineman in the system. And also, um don't you have Franis Grasu PTSD though? Uh <laughs> oh, a little bit, but no, the, two the, years point that I'm, the point that I'm saying is like Brendel. He's got the confidence of Chris Forster, our offensive line coach. That's the reason that Forster persisted to bring him in from Miami. He took a gap year, but he took off the COVID year. And still, the 49ers went out of their way to sign a backup lineman who hadn't been in the league for two years to bring him in because they like his intelligence. They like his athleticism. And I think the connection with Trey Lance truly tops it over. Hey, that's that's reassuring. That's reassuring. And, you know, the other thing that should reassure Niner fans is that the Rams had $50 million of dead cap money last year and won the Super Bowl. So if Trey Lance comes out and plays, not is a top 10 quarterback, but plays like a top 10 quarterback, like Kaepernick did as soon as he hit the the scene, Mm -hmm. they're in business. Rohan, great call. Thank you. I'll see you at camp. See you you at camp. Guys, I got seven more minutes. I can't get all of you. I'm going to try to get some of you. All right. What's up? Hey, what's up, Grant? Hey, I'll, I'll keep this quick. Okay. So, we know the Niners have a brutal schedule, and we know Trey Lance should be the long-term solution for the 49ers as long as he's good. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this schedule is going to be beneficial to his development, or do you think that you know it will hinder his development? Yeah, it's trial by fire. Uh, as long as he doesn't get hurt, it should be good. Mm-hmm. As long as he doesn't get hurt, it should be good. Um, I just hope he doesn't have the Andrew Luck career. Is all you know? I don't want him to use. It happened to Alex Smith too. You mess up your, your shoulder, happened to Andrew Luck getting sacked. It's over. That's the only question with Trey, really. Yeah. Cause I, I see like the, the hard schedule. Like if, you know, if he can get through this season and be pretty good, you know, other seasons he's not going to face as, as hard of a schedule as, as, as this season. So like, you know, hopefully it's good learning experience for, for reading defenses and just knowing what to expect. Absolutely. Too bad he didn't get a little bit more learning experience last year, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, I I think it was it was too hard to, you know, just hand off the ball, uh, you know, to the Jaguars. So, yeah, it's funny that when when he was beating the when Jimmy was beating the Jaguars in 2017, the Niners thought they had Tony Romo like this is a gunslinger. He's the kind of guy who could throw 45 times a game and win that. They were so wrong. They were so wrong. I was wrong, too. I I. But I, that's why you don't pay someone after five games. You don't know what they are. You don't know. Evidence matters. Pay for and it. I, I actually have a funny story. So uh, there was this one. There was this one teacher I had that like uh, I, I posted about Jimmy getting his extension, and yeah. um, you know I was I was hella happy because you know Garoppolo gave me hope as a Niner fan, and you know so so under my post he goes overpaid. And then I replied to his post. I said, it won't matter if we win at least one ring. 
And then I've literally just been, you know, I was waiting just to see if we would win that one ring so I can go back and comment. Never happened. Funny. Funny. All right, then, Grant. I'll, I'll let you go. All right, man. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling in. Sean says, put the pipe down. Back away from the table. Flav is right. We'll have a quarterback that doesn't throw to linebackers. Flav, you more scared to Trey INT than Jimmy? Come on, man. How many Bonds homers uh, off INT walks? I don't know. But that's funny. I just don't understand people really being worried. Like, can he replace Jimmy Garoppolo? Is he good enough to replace Jimmy? Like, it's Jimmy. And were there Was there a contingent of Rams fans that were white-knuckling the, the transition from Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford? We did so well with Jared. Jared was underrated. He got us to the forget Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo. The same person with a different face. I don't know how you feel about that. What's up, Chase? Uh, I got no comment on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I had a quick question, real quick. We were talking about Donovan West in the sure. uh, chat here. Do you think it's possible they feel comfortable uh, riding with Brendel and West? Because I mean, he was projected to go by some in the second, maybe the third. And he went undrafted for some reason, which I have no idea why. Yes, talent. You think maybe they feel comfortable going with that? I mean, I think the way they look at the roster is they they put people on the practice squad that they can get away with it if they think they can. Yeah. So he would have to really show something for yeah. them to feel like, oh, someone might take this guy. But if they 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 need a backup center. Yeah. They don't really have one. It could be Daniel Brunskill. But if they keep a ninth offensive lineman and they don't keep Jimmy Garoppolo and it's just two quarterbacks, yeah. I mean, if they had a spot on the on the roster for Jake Brendel, who I'd never heard of last year, maybe they could have Donovan West this year. I see. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Could exactly. All right. So I want to talk about Trey's weapons real quick, though. Okay. Um. So first off, how many touchdowns do you think Trey throws for this year? I'll put you on the spot. Uh, I'm going to hold you to it, too. 28. 28. Say 28. All right. So Jimmy had 20 last year. Yeah. Trey had seven. Yeah. Um, Kittle, Debo, I combined had 17. If you throw Juwan Jennings in there, it's twenty-three. Okay. All right. Who who gets those? Who gets those last five? Well, I think we're gonna see more from some. I think we're gonna see more from Jennings. Yeah, um, I agree. More from Jennings, but who gets who's? Maybe they might finally get Big Ross, the boss, involved oh, in the end come zone. On, man. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got good hands. He's one of the only dudes in the team who can consistently catch Trey Lance's passes. Maybe they'll actually use because with. With Jimmy, it's all about we need yards after the catch. Well, that's yeah. not Ross. With Trey, it's like we need someone who can freaking catch the ball because yeah, he's coming no, in it's true. You don't think you don't think Kittle could be that though? Because okay, you said Kittle's on the down slope. Which do you think he had I a good year? Can be that, but I don't know if Kyle thinks Kittle can be that. They never. That's true. They rarely throw him the ball in the end. Like, they did more last year. They did more. Maybe Kittle. Maybe Kittle. I mean, you said he's on the down slope of his career, and like I don't, I don't know, man. He started 14 games last year. In 2019, he started 14 games. He had 143 more yards in 2019. It's a, it's a very touchdown. gradual downslip. It's a very gradual <laughs> I, don't, I don't think uh, so. His prime, to me, he was very explosive. I think he's less explosive now, but tra- tight ends can have longevity if they're yeah. red zone threats, which he's never been. But if he can become one, he can play until he's 35. He makes sure. crazy catches all the time, so I think I think he could definitely be that guy. But I, I think I Kyle just... needs to just suck it up and call his number in the red zone. Kyle's like, right. oh, you think, I'm, you think I'm going to George? You think I'm going to Debo? I'm throwing a Jamichael Hasty. Like, okay, <laughs> nice. And the man's six four. Like, he, he can make a he can make a contested catch. Come on, man. That's I don't what know. Yeah. All right, man. She's the next caller. Peace. All right, peace, man. Uh, Sai, it's been at least a year. How are I you? I know, Grant. Uh, I'm doing good. I How you are you? Like me anymore. <laughs> I always love you, Grant. Like, I oh, still I love you follow. Too, man. What's going on? Yeah, I still like listen to most of your shows. Yeah, it's just uh, been uh, really busy, uh, like coming out of the pandemic, both at work and family, friend, a lot of travel and stuff like so. But yeah, I'm super excited. I definitely wanted to hop back on on the cone phone and uh, share my thoughts before the training camp. Wonderful. All right. So the, the main yeah, the main thing that I'm curious, I'm super excited for the training camp. I think I do have the tickets to show up one of the days, like so hopefully I can uh, make it uh, and see the, the camp in person. Uh, the thing that I'm really looking forward to is to see if Trey comes out like fully confident and ready to fire like all cylinders. Because one thing that we did notice last year, whenever he got the opportunity, whether it was preseason or regular season, he always came out a little bit nervous. I don't know whether it was because of Kyle or whether he he had his own butterfly jitters. 
But I just hope he comes out like just blazing out, like whether it be in training camp, preseason, beginning of the game. You don't want him like start slow and then get better towards the end of the game. I think that was all over the previous season. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. I remember when Derek Carr first came in the league and he was with the Raiders, a big um, question or criticism with him internally with that team was slow starter. He's nervous. He's got a lot of butterflies. And I think they attributed to one being young, but two going to a small school. It's like, it's a whole different thing playing at Fresno state and playing in it, like playing here. And it would take Derek Carr, like a a couple of series to just calm down when he was young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But at least like he's, come across really confident in the OTAs based on your reports and all the press interviews. So hopefully that continues. And yeah, real quick, my dad used to, I, mean, I could be wrong, but when I was a kid, I think he used to tell me that a big difference between Joe and Steve is that Joe was Mr. Cool, right? Steve was very worked up and he would actually throw up before games. He would like mm. vomit before games. So I don't know. Wow. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe that's what Trey's like. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll see. And the other one that I wanted to comment on was, I feel the biggest uh, like flaw or the gap that we have, I know you're talking about like what if we were to miss the playoffs, what it'd be, it's the backup quarterback position. It's, I mean, to me, it's, uh, it's just unbelievable that we have uh, ignored the backup quarterback position one more time. I know we are talking about Jimmy and I know you think that he might still stick around, but assuming that like we release or trade Jimmy, you have nothing as a backup quarterback. And you could have very well got a better backup quarterback. If anything happens to Trey, you're pretty much where you were like two or three years ago, right? You had Tyrod Taylor, who's way cheaper than Jim. Correct. Yeah, exactly. You could have got Tyrod Taylor. You could have got Marcus Mariota. You could have got like somebody who's but si, better than This is why I bet my dad a $50 bottle of wine that Jimmy's going to be on this team because I think they privately feel like they need him. Not as a yeah. starter, as a backup. Correct. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, though I don't believe that he's going to stick around, but I think just for that one reason, like I, I think your line of argument, I think makes good because otherwise, imagine. I mean, like again, like how will you sell it to the players? Like you lose your starting quarterback even for a few weeks, and you're pretty much gone. Like your the rest of all the star players, it's meaningless, right? Like you can't win games with Nate Sutko. And to me, that's the. If, like, I mean, they end up losing the playoffs, that could end up being the biggest mistake. I know that there is questions at safety, nickel cornerback, O-line, but they have depth. I mean, they can mix and match different players. Like, But back of quarterback, where are you going to go and get one? That's that's a huge issue. I agree. Um, I agree. I think it's one of the top five issues on the team right now, and they got to address it. And if they trade Jimmy, they could trade him to New, to New York for Tyrod Taylor. Save a lot of money. Yeah. Smart. yeah. Correct. And same with if they trade him to Atlanta, let's get Marcus Marriott. I mean, you got to have somebody who's better than Suckle at this point. Or I would Brock think so. Purdy. Shouldn't be hard. Yeah. Maybe Brock Purdy's better than him, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I yeah. don't know about that. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Thanks, Grant. It was always uh, it's great to come back. Come great back to see on. you. I definitely don't be a stranger. Do I, I won't. Like, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Keep Sorry. going. Great Thank stuff. You. Yeah. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Flav, love you, Flav. Flav haters, JG's arguably better than every Niners Kobe in the last 22. Oh, my God. You'll miss him when the Niners win six games next year. Wow. Trade slow release and experience going to be real ugly with the O-line. See, Flav keeps going like he's like, I'm a Niner fan. I want Trey to succeed. I just I'm nervous. And then he goes back to I'm guaranteeing he's going to be a bust. Like, mm, I don't know, man. Better than So he's better than Colin Kaepernick. Dude, Colin Kaepernick. It's funny. Colin Kaepernick was the best player in the playoffs in 2012. Best player in the Niners, best player in the playoffs. His his QBR was 91. That's damn near perfect. QBR. Like Jimmy has been just god awful in the playoffs. He was he's a worse quarterback than um Jeff Garcia, Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick. Man, I really think I, I, I this is Flave and there's a contingent of fans that think like in five years, history is going to smile on Jimmy Garoppolo. It's going to be the opposite, but I could be wrong. Um, all right. I got to go. This is the last call of the day. What, I, what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to do the cone phone much more often from now on. I will uh, take calls after my instant reactions to camp. I'll make sure you guys are involved as much as possible, not just once a week after games and stuff, too. So if I don't get you today, because I can't do this for three hours every day, but what I can do is do it multiple times a week. So if I didn't get you today, I'm sorry, but I can't make everyone's dreams come true every time. What's up, Casey Turtle?
I wasn't expecting uh, my, my dream to be the one that got realized here. How you doing? Well, I, I liked I liked your background. <laughs> I thought I might be able to stick out a little bit. Thanks for having me on. I was on once a while back. Um, so when Jimmy gets dropped, because he's not getting traded, honestly, um, right. do you think they're going to bring in a fourth quarterback who more fits the athletic profile of Trey Lance, even if he's not going to make the team, just to have him in the sphere, have him on the practice squad, going as a move looking forward past this year? Who are you thinking? Cam Newton? There's not much. But yeah. in terms of getting a guy on the roster for the practice squad going into this year and next, what about the guy who played for the Cardinals, Chris Streveler? He's 6'2", he runs four five one. he has CFL experience, he has uh, NFL experience, he got in a little bit with the Cardinals. He's not great, but in terms of looking like physically playing a little bit more like Trey, I don't know, I, I think it'd be a move to look into just to get him in, in the sphere, because going forward, Jimmy's not going to be there. I'm not a huge Brock Purdy fan, although he is kind of the second coming of Jimmy. Um, and Sudfeld, Sudfeld. So, you know, like, I don't know. Seems so like assume a, that Jimmy's not going to no be there. start throw. You assume that Jimmy's not going to be there this year, but I'm not so sure. I hope he's not there. I, I mean, I. Right, because keeping him would be insane. I think we all it agree would on be that. be so insane. Insane. And I don't know. It doesn't, I guess, with, after what the Haslam's did with Watson, nothing's that crazy anymore. But. I just wanted to see your thought. I, I think they might. Cam Newton? Somebody hey, Cam, come be a backup. Come live in Santa Clara. It's really expensive. We're not going to pay you very much. You won't be a star. You're just going to hang out with Trey. Does it sound good? I, what I don't know. Do Santa Clara? Well, we got a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we, we got in an out burger and a five guys. We got all three. So you well, I don't know. Will Cam go to Chick-fil-A? Because Chick-fil-A is not uh, the most inclusive corporation. And I have some guys good avoid point. that. It's a good so, point. He might be more of a Bojangles kind of guy, but maybe they don't have that out in Santa Clara, unfortunately. Anyways, I just wanted to throw out, you know, maybe, maybe get a quarterback in camp because, like, what's Jimmy really going to do? And just looking forward to have a guy that you have a futures contract on to have that guy ready to go into next year. These are the things that teams normally do. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's insane that the Islanders haven't done this yet. I'm yeah. surprised they haven't done this yet. So, yeah, if they'd like to, I would be all in with it. I just don't see him doing it. You know why? <laughs> Because yeah. Kyle knows people want him to. And so he's like, I'm not going to do that. Everyone thinks I need to. No, don't tell me what to do. I relate with Kyle a lot that way. I will change my decisions based on what other people say just because, like, no. You find yourself making just, bad decisions because everyone's trying to push you to make the right decision? Sometimes. Like, Leave me alone. Sometimes. You think you know better than me? Who the hell are you? Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. But, you know. And it was uh, that one guy who walked up to for, Kyle uh, at Safeway, and he's it, 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 that was the, the the straw that broke Kyle's back. The one, yeah. the butcher at Safeway, who was like, "Man, it better not be Mac Jones." Kyle's like, <laughs> "But uh, hey, Flav is at least covering that bottle of wine to your dad, so that's cool." <laughs> that's true, Casey Turtle. Thank you very much. Have a good one, uh, Eugene Swanee D, the the Remilia Sports Report, Brian Culp, Jaden. I'm sorry, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to do this show again in a couple of days. And if I see Eugene, Swanee D, the Remilia Sports Report, Brian Culp, or Jaden, you're getting insta pass to the front of the line like Disneyland. That's how it's going down. And I promise I'm going to do a bunch of these during training camp because I know you guys want to have your voices heard. And this is this is the time of year to talk. So I'll see you guys soon. I remember who I didn't get, and I'm so sorry. But the show is over. See you, Jaden. See you, Brian. See you, Remilia Sports Report. See you, Swanee D.